Hope you're doing well, brothers and sisters. Always remember, God is great each and every day, each and every way. And get to know Jesus Christ as he will change your life. Hallelujah. It's obvious to me as a Christian that Christianity is being attacked on all fronts. Um, it's been happening since I was a child. No one ever attacks Islam. No one ever attacks Buddhism. No one ever attacks Hinduism. No one ever attacks any other religion, but they attack Christianity. And the Christians, you know, none of us are perfect. That's the whole point is we as followers of Jesus Christ are following the one that is perfect. And it's astonishing that over time, you know, there has been a consistent war against the God of the Bible, which is Jesus Christ. And since my life has been in existence, you know, now we have, uh, I believe it's 62 countries that now uh, the Bible is illegal in those countries. The Quran is not illegal in those countries. The the Jewish uh, book, the Torah, is not illegal in those countries. But you see, nobody is ever attacking Judaism. But those people are the ones that try to act like the biggest victims in the world. They always separate themselves and say, oh, we're a Jewish faith, you know. But everybody else is grouped together. It's really odd on how this selection is being taken, you know, by choices. And it's, it's so unfortunate because in reality, if you would get to reading the Bible and if you would start to understand Christianity, you would know that it's actually the most loving religion of them all. And in reality, I don't think Christianity is a real Christian. I don't have religion in my life. I have a relationship with Almighty God through His Son, Jesus Christ. So much has been argued against it, and I've told you over and over and over that Hollywood is a dark center. Back in the 60s, there was a witch that had was given a day of prayer over that city. A witch, Coveden, was given over that, and that is demonic. And as you've seen out of Hollywood, they produce a lot of really dark, evil films that they push out there to show the world. And then you've got all of these quote-unquote celebrities that I think are so lame. But these people are all caught up in all of the same things. And then they just keep fervoring off for each other. And right now, you know, this guy, Joe Rogan, man, this guy is propped up. He's a fake person. He's fake in every way, and I cannot stand people that go on his show and, you know, just hump his leg. They just act like he is the biggest thing ever when he's the biggest sellout ever. You know, he acts as a comedian. And, you know, comedians are weird people because they are always, they always have self-esteem issues. And those are from a lot of different ways, either from growing up or from drugs and alcohol. But the self-esteem issues manifest into them trying to always be funny. And it's a defense mechanism. It's, it's truly, you know, an inadequacy that they have, that they try to make everybody laugh because of the, you know, inadequacy that they have. Joe Rogan is one of them. 
you know. He brags about, these people brag about being comedians. And then they, they'll say something, you know, really bad, but they'll say, well, it's just comedy. It's just comedy. No, no, no. Stop being stupid. Stop being gullible. Stop trying to be something that you think you're better or worse. If somebody says something like that in front of me, I'm just going to take it, you know, as literal and I'm going to respond accordingly to it as an adult. And that's what we need more and more of in our lives as adults, because there's so many people that just want to be kids. It's just want to act like kids. It's arrested development. These people have not matured to a point of understanding how to live as an adult. I hardly blame them because the 24-hour news spin was put on by CNN, the Communist News Network, put on by CIA agents, you know, Ted Turner from the CIA. Then we got uh, MTV being pushed out during the 80s as this counterculture thing that was, it was obvious and it has been an obvious psychological operation because everything the MTV does, that's how society kind of flows. Before that, it was what Saturday Night Live does. And all of these people that are involved in these different areas, they're all CIA agents. Remember Laurel Canyon in California, the place where all the musicians and all the actors and all this stuff, that was a CIA operation. You need to look into it. Go into DuckDuckGo and search CIA operation Laurel Canyon, California, and you'll see what it was. There's a there's a military base not far from Laurel Canyon that was used by the CIA. That was a place that most people think Dennis Leary was given access to all of the different drugs in order to create all of the psychedelics that he did that you know changed the whole music scene in the 70s and worked with the Grateful Dead in doing that. These are all people that are put up in front of you to change the way you think through their music, their ideology, and through their comedy that's in the commode. But let me get you to this. That's you know I found this the other day, and, and I just it, nobody else can say it any better. So here it is. I hope you get something out of this because you need to understand the psychological operation that is trying to get you away from God Almighty and away from Jesus Christ. It is a dark spirit and you need to learn better and to know better and to see what the enemies are doing to you. But listen to this for some encouragement. I hope you get something out of this. Here we go. You, you, you look at people's lives and sometimes I, I look at people's lives and I watch them war with God. I'm so tired of having nonstop conversations about what the Bible says. You live your life in the way that you interpret the Bible. Again, I don't care, but you don't get to take the Bible and tell me, well, the Bible says this in this chapter and this verse. I don't care. We see it all the time, don't we? Thank you to uh, Satan for giving me inspiration on how to play this role. Um, this is a fool's errand. President of the United States can openly talk about God right. and, every, and, no, and no one goes, what is God? What are you saying? Like, yeah. what are you saying? Do you think Jesus came back from the dead? What, what do you think? Do you think someone walked on water? Do you believe in the literal translation? The number is down because we brought the number down. God did not do that. Fate did not do that. Destiny did not do that. Now look, a lot of people come up here and they thank Jesus for this award. I want you to know that no one had less to do with this award than Jesus. He 
goes up to him, Caesar Milan to be up here with that damn dog. So all I can say is, suck it, Jesus, this award is my God now. My mum only lied to me about one thing. Um, she, uh, she said there was a God. And, um... <laughs> But that's because when you're a working class mum, Jesus is like an unpaid babysitter. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And you just want to look at him and say, stay down, man, because it's not possible to win. I don't care about your goddamn religion. They asked the question about why are Christians being treated the way they are around the world? Why are Christians constantly persecuted? Why is Christianity constantly despised, demeans, depreciated? Why, why is there such an all-out assault on Christianity? And I said, well, you can make a simple comparison. People don't want to say anything against Islam because they're afraid. People will say anything against Christianity because they're not afraid. What they get back from us is love. What they get back from us is forgiveness. We love because we were first loved. What marks Christianity is our love, and that makes us vulnerable to all the animosity and the hate because there's no fear of retaliation. The Bible says that in the last days, men will be lovers of self, proud, arrogant, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, swollen with conceit, and haters of God. I don't want you to be too shocked by the constant blasphemy and slander against the God of the Bible, against Christians and those who follow Christ. It's entertaining for the world to mock God. It's trivial for the sculpture to dismiss the Bible and reject Jesus Christ. For someone to have the audacity to curse God, mock Jesus and the Bible on national TV without any restraint shows you how far gone our society is. Our culture is a godless, Christian-hating, God-dishonoring, and Christ-rejecting culture. It is one thing to not be a Christian, but it's a serious matter when you use the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in your comedy club jokes just as this comedian did. And I still get my period. What? Yes! Traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID, clearly... Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. But why do they do that? Why do they single out Christians to mock? Why is Jesus Christ, the name of our Lord and Savior, used as profanity in almost every movie and TV series? Jesus said in John chapter 15, If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Anna Kasparian of the Young Turks, New York City Governor Cuomo Joe Wogan, were applauded for being brave for what they said about God, the Bible, in Christianity. But why? Why does sinful man insist on warring with God? As crazy as that sounds. John gives us a glimpse in John 3, 19. This is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. They can't help it. They love darkness and they're infuriated by light, by anything that exposes their darkness. And they are enemies of God. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 through 3, we know these verses, don't we? And you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you once walked. 
following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. Enemies of God, children of wrath, who love the darkness and hate the light, And therefore, all we can do is continue to go to war with God. The Bible and the God of Scripture is against sin. Sin is the issue here. The world is in darkness and hates everything that is from the light because the light exposes the darkness. We speak truth in the midst of a perverse generation. Our society wants to do everything that they possibly can in order to live however they want to live. No restraint, no moral compass. They strangle their conscience each waking day and say in their heart that there is no righteousness, there is no morality, there is no judgment, there is no male or female. Marriage is pointless. Purity is nonsensical. There is no God. So when Christians come along with the word of God and say, if you live a certain lifestyle as an unrepentant, Christ-rejecting person, you will die and go to hell. You must repent of your sin, turn away from them, and put your faith in Jesus Christ so that you might have life. The world finds that as the most hateful, unloving, and offensive message. Why do they find that unloving? Why do they think that message is offensive and hateful? Jesus said in John chapter 3, Because they love darkness rather than light, for their deeds are evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light so that his deeds will be exposed. They hate the Bible, despise the light, and certainly do not want to be governed by it. Listen to what a homosexual actor said to John MacArthur on CNN when he confronted him. Supposing then, Chad... Doesn't want to enter the kingdom of heaven. Is right. Well, I think he does. What? No, wait. Don't think. Don't you? What if he doesn't? Absolutely. And you know what? And and if that's the case, great. But however, there may be people that don't. And I don't want this country governed by the word of the Bible. I don't want it. Yeah, but let me just. I want this country to be open to people who believe in all kinds of things. But the Bible says that no sinner, and it lists a category more than just homosexual, will ever ever enter the kingdom of God. And then it says this: But such were some of you, but you've been washed, you've been sanctified through faith in. Jesus Christ. And I quote, I don't want this country to be governed by the word of the Bible. And why? Because the word of the Bible is too restricting. This is what every sinner says in their rejection of God. I don't want this God or his Bible or his followers to come and tell me to repent of my sin. I want to live however I want to live. So since God and the Bible are the issue, then they war against it. Though that war may be in vain, they still do. In their effort to shut out the light and suppress the truth, They remove the Bible from all public schools. They sanction, restrict, and cancel the truth. They imprison those who proclaim it and execute those who live according to the truth of Scripture. The darkness will do everything it can to snuff out the light. That is their strategy to win the war against God and the truth of Scripture. But as Vodibakum stated, it is a fool's errand because they're not going to win that war. They can never win that war. You can't win the war with God. His war with God will end in him being smashed by a rod of iron. The nations that rage against God will bow before God and will be ruled by God. 
Sinners are ignorant of the sovereignty of the God they curse, the power of the word they dismiss, and the dire consequences of being separated from the God of Scripture. Blinded by darkness and influenced by the prince of this world, their behavior is an accurate biblical description of what a sinner is, a God-hater. These are the last days, and it is unmistakable that the spirit of Antichrist is fully at play, and we can see what the Apostle Paul says in 2 Timothy chapter 3 being unraveled right before our very eyes. They curse God, deny the existence of the Lord Jesus Christ, and they want absolutely nothing to do with the Bible because the Bible is the inconvenient truth that stands in their way to live in complete immorality. It was interesting to hear Christian Bell, the actor who plays Batman mocking God by thanking Satan for his movie accomplishment. And the Hollywood audience laughed along. I am reminded of Psalm 14. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. The Lord has looked down from heaven upon the sons of mankind to see if there are any who understand, who seek God. They have all turned aside. Together they are corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Joe Wogan, Christian Bell, and Anna Kasparian ought to be terrified of the God of the Bible instead of mocking him because he is real. He is not a mythical character like the false Greek gods. He is the true living God who in an instant can wipe away the entire universe if he wanted to. If you used to mock God, reject Christ, and dismiss the word of God, today is the day for you to stop your fool's errand and your vain war against God because you will never win the war. You must surrender your life to Jesus Christ. So they have no hope of victory. Their only hope is repentance. Therefore, O kings, be wise, be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Those who reject God and mock the word of God and reject Jesus Christ will never win and they will spend an eternity in hell. But it doesn't have to be like that because there is an open invitation for you to be at peace with God. The Bible says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. God. There is peace available in Jesus Christ. You can have peace with God and the peace of God. You simply must repent of your sin and put your faith in Jesus Christ and Christ alone. And at this moment, I'd like to kindly extend an invitation to you to subscribe to the channel if you love and appreciate our content and help us share the videos and spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if this is your first time on the channel and you made it this far in the video, well, thank you for watching. I hope to see you in our next video with Loving Christ, John Henry with the Gospel of Christ.